Welcome to another edition of Pillars of Heaven. I'm in the studio with JB again. Welcome, JB. Why, thank you very much. Oh, Elvis is in the building. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Today's a good um, good topic. We're going to talk about current events in the world. Current events. Well, there's a lot of that going around. There's a lot of current things going on currently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's jump into it. So All right. I had made a post in... Um, in my father's house, and it was about uh, Neom. I don't know if you've heard about Neom, if you got a chance to check that out. Neom's a, a city being built in, in uh, northwestern Saudi Arabia, and it's supposed to um, it's supposed to be a smart city, and it's going to function as a tourist destination from what they say. It's north of the Red Sea, it's east of Egypt, and it's south of Jordan. If you go on Google Earth, you can get an image of the construction there and uh, see what's going on. Uh, I shared that in there, and our own Jennifer Lee Hubbard, who is the author of Life in Verse, is actually on ground over there. Um, she's over there checking things out, and she's actually watching the construction of this building. That's uh, very, very interesting, the location of this city. The location is very interesting. There's a lot going on there that's very interesting. Just out of curiosity, why is, why is Jennifer there? She's on a personal... Uh, personal trip she went to see um she's in turkey and and israel oh, wow. and she's actually got to camp at the foot of uh, mount, mount sinai, sinai. Yeah. oh wow that's awesome and, uh, actually she sent me some pictures and i will uh oh, that'd be i'll cool. show you yeah i'm actually going to get them printed out and put up in here oh nice um so it's actually super cool. Her and I were talking the other day, and she asked me about this city, and I didn't know too much about it other than it's slated for $500 billion. Wow. It's a huge project. Um, if you go on to it, if you Google this NEOM, N-E-O-M, and type in Saudi Arabia, it'll pull it up. There's a, a short video on there that talks about uh, you know, this, what they're planning to do there. Um, so they're claiming that it's going to be like a vacation place. That's what they're claiming. Uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, it, it, if you really listen to the message on there, it's about, you know, peace and, and, uh, moving forward as one. And, um, you know, it's trying to, uh, promote a peaceful environment on earth and it, it goes hand in hand with uh, the, uh, the agenda you know agenda 2030 which if you don't know what that is uh, I, I suggest you google that also neom is going to be completed in 2030 agenda 2030 is uh, involves the united nations where's 193 nations already signed on about it um, they're dedicated for they live by the five P's, right? The five P's are people, prosperity, planet, partnership, and peace. Um, so I, I challenge you, if you haven't read about this, take a look at it. Um, look at what the World Bank Group is doing. Um, see if there's a connection there. I mean, yeah. we're not far from one world religion and one world banking and yeah, one world uh you know that's where we're slated to go and you find it interesting that and this is just this is just food for thought mm. but do you find it interesting that it seems like the world is kind of leaving the united states and it's dust 
Yeah, I mean, we talk about that sometimes. Like, you know, like it's not there. We don't have, like, our cities aren't really that impressive anymore. Yeah. You know, when you think about, like, there was a time when New York was amazing, but you look at some of the cities in the Middle East, like uh, Dubai. Yeah, and just you know, blows New York out of the water. Breathtaking. Yeah. I, I've only ever seen Dubai in pictures, Me but too. Yeah. I was just so amazed. It, it looks so, like such a out-of-this-world city. I can't even imagine what Neom's going to look like. Uh, me neither. It's but, probably going to look like 10 times like more amazing than Dubai. Yeah. Just and, my guess. And Jennifer is over there and, and, you know, she said there's palaces that are already built there. There's uh, a lot of people just don't get it. Like they, there's so much money over there. Yeah. That the, um, uh, and it's an American thing, uh, that, and I, and I was guilty of this too. When I was younger, it's like, we think that the world revolves around the United States, but it does not. And, and, and like, you would think that Dubai would have proved that. Yeah. That Dubai is such a majestic city. I mean, there's so much going on. There's so much money. Like you said, there's so much money in that part of the world. Yeah. I mean, Saudi Arabia, I mean, it's it's going to be a mega city. You know, it's supposed to blow our minds. So, you know, flying taxis, robotic avatars, holograms, like the whole nine, it's designed to. So this city is in Saudi Arabia. This is well the headquarters. I want you to check it out. Okay. The headquarters is is way off to the west. I'm sorry, way off to the east of where the actual building site is. Um, there's a lot of my five hundred billion dollars yeah. is a lot of money. That's crazy. Um, that that's a lot to wrap your head around. Yeah. And, and um, you know, it's it's just it's funny that you know these things are going on. It just seems like it's under the radar. And you're not hearing about a lot of this stuff, all this stuff going on in the world. And and unless you're really looking for stuff like this and, and seeing what it means, um, you know, a lot of people are, are saying 2030 has got this magic number. I, I don't know what 20, the year 2030, but this will be done uh, agenda, the agenda 2030, uh, for whatever reason, 2030 is an important year. It looks like, hmm. uh, and we're not far from that. No. Um, That'll be in our lifetimes. Oh, yeah. Um, it's interesting to see how the world has changed already. And, you know, what my son is growing up in, the world I grew up in and you grew up in no longer exists. We right. know that. Yeah. That's, that's dead. And, you know, now as we are unfolding and we, we tie into Revelation and, and the things that are, are going to happen in Revelation and where Israel sits with all of this and... Um, I mean, this chessboard, the, the pieces on the chessboard are moving. And I got to right? say, I don't think the world's changing for the better. It's definitely, it's not supposed to change for the better. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten colder. It's going to be sold as a, we're moving yeah. together as a humanity and, and as a peaceful, you know, we're going to, I mean, yeah, what what better agenda to usher in peace than somebody that steps on the scene and promises worldwide peace and... and I mean, you can paint this canvas yeah, very simply, especially on the brink of nuclear war, where who knows what's going to happen there. We could be facing, uh, you and I could be nuked tomorrow, and when New York could get nuked, and uh, we'll feel the fallout of that. Um, Philadelphia, Florida, uh, you know, whatever. And I mean, we're definitely kind of prodding in that direction. You know, when you think about, like, 
everything that's going on with um, Russia and the United States and how we keep poking the bear, which is kind of funny, a funny choice of words because uh, isn't the, the bear like the... Yeah, it's used in the Bible. It's, well, like the mascot of Russia. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bear, because they have like a bear festival and stuff. And like bears are, are very important in uh, Russian society. But yeah, we're poking the bear. Yeah. Uh, without getting in too much detail well, about <laughs> what's going on over there. But uh, but yeah, we're, we're, we're antagonizing. The go our government's antagonizing. And it's almost like this is, we're heading in a certain direction. Yeah. And it's you know th this this city, uh, this neom, it's supposed to be a hundred miles long. It's supposed to be a hundred mile mega city that blows your mind, right? And uh, I, I challenge you to go out and just just type it in the Google. I'm not making this up. So this city, this one city, is going to be a hundred miles in in radius and diameter. It just looks like it's going to be a hundred miles. <laughs> wow. <all> it <laughs> so it's like um, a little country. Yeah, and, and you know it's in a it's in a actually great part of of that region. Um, it's gonna to, to paint the picture of the perfect tourist destination uh, where it's you know anyone who's anyone is gonna want to be there. Yeah, um, especially with state of the art things there that you've only heard about or read about or it, thought about. Doesn't anyone any, doesn't anyone question anything? Nobody. Yeah, that's no. the, like nobody questions anything anymore. No, no. Like, don't you find it odd that they're spending half a trillion dollars on this one hundred mile long city? Yeah. for vacations. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it, it's you know there, people really believe that. Well, it's the same as you know the people that believe, uh, <laughs> you know, all the things going on are, are. That's not a city. That's a kingdom. That is a kingdom. I and, mean, you know, it's a hundred miles. So you know, what do, they, what do they think? It's like, what do people think? It's going to be like a hundred mile long Disney World. I mean, uh, that's a lot of miles. <laughs> that's a that's a big city. Yeah. You know? I mean, like I said, that's a kingdom, and it's a funny. It's a that's another funny choice of words. That is because um, Jennifer was saying that they they have palaces built already. Yeah, and uh, kingdoms go hand in hand with that part of the world. Yeah, kings, kingdoms, and uh, yeah, just food for thought again. Like I'm not nothing. Everything I'm saying is speculation. So it's just, but it's just stopping to think. You know, you're you're making. I know, I know, I don't, I don't think schools teach this anymore, but stop and observe and think. No, they don't want people to think. They want people no, to be that's told. No, because that's thinking yeah. is dangerous. They to, want to be for them. Told, told what to think and, yeah. and how to think. And nothing you know, to see here. Not, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pay nothing. no attention. Yeah. Um, Look at this shiny new iPhone that just came out. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it, it's really, I, I, I challenge you to, to check it out. Um, like I said, well, I pulled it up on Google Earth and I zoomed right into um, there's some of the constructions going on. It's it's uh, eight years away from completion. Um, you know, Jennifer's over there talking to. Uh, there's people more in tune with eschatology over there because of the region of the world, and uh, they're seeing things through history and they can tie it into end times. And um, you know, they, they're they're finding oil reserves off of you know, very close to Israel. And um, the amount of what they're talking is going to change the entire financial 
uh, oil dealings uh, moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Wow. And, you know, as you look forward in... um, So they're about to become like the richer powerhouse, like a richer part of the world, like a powerhouse. It's almost like a, a this region is, is is set to become a powerhouse. Like it's like a shifting of powers. Yeah. You know, when you think about it, because for the longest time, the West has been like the power of, of, you know, and then now it seems like that part of the world, I mean, because that part of the world has been wealthy for a while. Well, the leaders, right, right. But imagine if everybody over there was, first world and it was like a total shift yeah because you know what's interesting Mm -hmm. so reading the old testament because i i read the whole bible you know and i've read the bible i don't know how many times i've read the bible so far because i just continually read it every day but um the reason why the the uh, landscape is the way it is over there in the middle east is from punishments punishments from the lord yeah. Remember when he punished um, the people uh, when they when they would sin and disobey and they kept on sinning and disobeying and even after God warned them multiple times and warned them through prophets they still like sinned and disobeyed and sometimes even like beat the beat or killed the prophets. Well, one of the judgments was he said, "I'm going to turn your your land into like a barren desert." And I and I would when, I, when reading that. I thought to myself, ah, so I wonder if like a lot of those countries over there are desert because that's the punishment. Yeah. And they, they, so, yeah. at, so at one time they weren't deserts. Well, that was, because uh, remember like the, the, especially the promised land. Yeah. Originally it was, it was rich with milk and honey. Yeah. They had like produce of all kinds. I think they grew like pomegranates and it was like a, almost like a tropical place. Yeah, and that's uh, like I said in the last episode. You know, this this documentary I was watching was you know the return of uh, the Jews to the Promised Land and, and to Israel, and you know how the landscape has changed and yeah. how the um, the the blessings of of the uh, the produce coming out of there and and the area itself has become now rich and blessed, and right. it's a total different area again. Um, it's weird, like it's it's, and then going back to what you're just saying a bit a bit earlier, it's like a shifting. That's a shifting. There's there's a shifting of of stuff going on here, and I, it makes you wonder. Well, kind of. I mean, we're we're looking at when when you think about one world takeover, right? You think about one world government or one world uh, religion, or you know, you realize that uh, the balance. At, like you said earlier, the United States is not really mentioned. We don't know what that's what where that we fall into that. Um, but you know, we're we're slated for this new one world system, right? Which is our the end game, and, and we know that we're going to at some point be forced into a one world system religion finance yeah uh, etc um that area of the world has always been a hot spot right yeah Th- throughout history sure i mean you could say that the the bible focuses around that oh yeah so uh this city being built i mean it's it, it's i i want you to look at google and look at um you know how this 
it is designed and and what it looks like and it's supposed to blow us out of the water as far as what what it's a mega city and, and the technology there and you know it all ties into you know uh, how man is in the end times and how our our knowledge is is wide open right and how we surpass watch that video on there let it talks about growing stuff in the desert and growing it's very interesting. really yeah it's very this is very the 20 the 2030 project no this is the neom city there's okay. a video on that um I, I just want you to see it because the way this is designed is like a you know if you look at some of the images it's a hundred a hundred miles of straight city it's interesting it's too. Like a straight line when you say that uh, when you say about growing stuff in the desert that reminds me of the movie left behind mm-hmm Remember that when they right, said they, exactly. they had that special thing that the one scientist had? Food, they were growing food in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, take a look at this, and you can see towards the end of it as – I don't want to give it away. Go okay. Watch, watch the video if you haven't watched it. And I'm not saying uh, – I'm not making any um, – I'm not telling you anything that – I'm telling you to open your eyes, look at it, discover for yourself um, – I'm not saying one thing or the other. I'm telling you this is going on. This is a project that's going on. It's $500 billion. It's a big deal. Uh, it's uh, could be seen as the epicenter of uh, business and finance. And um, I mean, sure, you can label it a tourist attraction, but if you look where the headquarters are and, and um, I just check it out. Yeah, there's, there's no that. way this 100-mile-long city is just being used for tourism. It's so strange. That I could be wrong, but I the don't. way it's slated is is just a uh, probably because they don't want people to. They're they're probably trying to do it without. Um, I'm trying to think of the word without uh, drawing up too much suspicion. Yeah, they're doing it definitely under the radar. But it makes you wonder a couple of things. Now I'm not prophesying or anything like that, but it makes you wonder. Just observations. Yeah. What are, where does this leave the United States? Yeah, because yeah. I'm going to thought leadership here. Well, <laughs> that, that well, that's just it. I mean, well, you know, because again, I'm not saying one way or the other, but w- well, just by observing, you can kind of see that you know our government's kind of imploding. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I mean, the, the the division is totally crazy, um, and then you have um, just t- total lack of leadership, um, and people are just like rebelling. They're they're like they're rebelling against and and I, and not even in a physical sense rebelling. They're just not listening anymore. Yeah. It, they they've lost the the um. They've lost their audience. The government, the U.S. government is losing their audience. People aren't listening anymore. They're not believing what they're saying anymore, and I feel like we're on a downward spiral. Yeah. And the rest of the world sees this. With our, our current lack of uh, leadership under this regime, uh, it's not just this regime, but um, you can see now the things that are going on here are totally different because it's, you know, we're, we're the Republicans on one side are claiming that, you know, this election was stolen and now the Democrats are switching this to uh, look out for the next election because the Republicans are going to steal it. Uh, the total reversal of what it was claimed to happen anyway where does that leave us in the with the rest of the world yeah people just are are losing faith in, in our leadership and in our government and yeah. uh 
you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, other countries and other leaders to leverage that and take advantage of that. I, I don't know. I don't know where or is the United States going to be the future desert. Um, <laughs> yeah, who knows? Maybe not. I don't know. That's that's up to the Lord. I don't know. Um, but it would be interesting uh, if there was like a complete shift. Yeah. Um, in the regions of the world. It's crazy, you know. The more you look at this, this city, Neom. Um, you know, it, it's it's a project that started back in 2017, and it's, you know, the, it's it's boasting, you know, 170 kilometer glass walls, which which are, you know, the city between, and and it's some of the some of the images that are that are projections of it. I mean, if you can see this one, this is just a shot in the desert, uh, glass walls up there, and this city is just there. See it? So is it looks to me like the whole city's encapsulated. Yeah. Yeah. Between these two walls. Uh, and it's a hundred a hundred miles long. And it, it looks just like a someone took a slice right through the desert. Yeah, I you know what? I, I think that was the city that the the one YouTuber I told you about earlier was talking about. Which one? Where where the city's like encapsulated. Oh yeah. And it's almost oh, yeah. like a like a cell. Yeah. Oh, that's what people aren't seeing. I mean, it looks like that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's it weird. Lo it looks like a. Um, so, like, what if you what if you enter this city and then you're never allowed to leave it? If, I mean, that's part of the controversy, <laughs> you know. I don't know. That just seems kind of weird. I mean, it, it's it's already plagued with human right violations and environmental issues, um, you know. I, I don't want to get into it. I, I want you guys to check it out. Our job here is just to let you know that this there's a project going on. What does that mean for the rest of the world? Uh, that take a look. Yeah, you know, take a look and, and draw your own conclusions. Some people have written to me and they're like, "Is this you know? Uh, could this be the new Babylon uh, of the end times? And could this be? Uh, does it relate to Revelation 17 and 18?" Um, I don't know, but there's definitely some strange things going on. There's some on. stuff going on. Check it out. And then look at what the United Nations is doing with Agenda 2030, because that is also slated as a positive. Um, if you read into a lot of these things, they all agree that the world is overpopulated and something has to happen, yeah. <laughs> you know, but they all... Um, are pushing this prosperity and live right with the planet and, and partnering together in a peace. And we know the end times is a big promise of peace, you know, in, in times of chaos. So, I mean, you know, from the outside looking in, if you're on the brink of nuclear war, you're on the brink of nuclear, uh, you're on the brink of chaos. Yeah. Right. I mean, one, one, one second, this could change dramatically. Life could change forever. Yeah, and we in, in, in we a, still haven't even felt the impacts yet of the food shortages. Right. So I mean, that's if you're if you're not walking with the Lord, now's definitely the time because um, and, nobody's talking about it, you know. But it's it's going to happen when you had all the the food short when you had all the food processing plants burned down mm -hmm. or get blown up or had an airplane fly into it at the same time. Yeah. So now <laughs> yeah. all these and then remember the uh, the one big egg farm that 
they destroyed all the eggs because they said one of the birds had one of the chickens had flu or something. Yeah. Yep. So they they what did they do? Slaughter all the chickens yeah, and kill all, destroy all the eggs. Meanwhile, their uh, farms around the uh, world they're being forced to slaughter their cattle. Yeah. Some are slaughtering their cattle because, uh, like on Texas, I guess they had to slaughter some of their cattle because they were just unhealthy Yeah, because of that drought they had. So we're going to have shortages. Um, Not to mention what the old commander-in-chief has done with our fuel reserves already. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if a lot of people realize that our reserves are spoken for now. And. Uh, and you know the thing is, is that if you don't pay attention to what's going on, you think it's just business as usual. Everything's just carrying on as normal, right? And it's going to until it, it doesn't anymore. Yeah, they're not going to tell anybody until it happens. Until it's a disaster. Yeah. And and I think that's you know a, a part of me thinks that's what they really want. Oh, they and, do. And you know, and that's talk about the vision. Well, they they want people country. to die. Yeah. You know, to to put it bluntly, yeah. I mean, that's why they're doing all this. They from day one, they they said that. They keep saying that the, the population is, is is overcrowded yeah. and they need to reduce the population. Bill Gates for years has been an advocate of population reduction. Yeah. And he said a real creepy thing that nobody's seen to pick up on or care about. But in one of his meetings or speaking engagements, whatever, he was on film, that he was on camera saying this. Something about if we do a really good job with vaccines. We can reduce the population by, I, I forget how much percent. Yeah. Now, didn't anyone stop and ask, like, what? what? what no, sir, what do, you mean, what do you mean by that? Yeah. No, instead, we all clap. Yeah. Where's that? Where's that? Uh, oh, that was the wrong one. <laughs> oh, the wrong one. Sorry about that. Uh, no, I, uh, that's all right. This is his first day. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Yeah. What was that? Sorry, everybody. That's our intern. Sorry. I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try to tone that down in the uh, in the uh, the edit because I don't want to like blast anybody. But uh, yeah, that'll wake some people up. <laughs> like, what yeah. the heck is going on here? Well, that's the same guy that's making these statements, and then he's buying up uh, a lot of farmland. Yeah. Uh, so across the country. So so for years, this guy is an advocate. For population reduction, <laughs> yeah. but I'm but I'm gonna take his vaccine. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, but anyways, um, uh, he says in this one speaking engagement, if we do a really good job and try really hard, and we do a really good job with these vaccines, we can reduce the population. Wait, er, that's where everyone should have been like, hold the phone. Yeah. What are you talking? What about? do you mean by that? Yeah. Like your vaccines are, are well, they're allegedly supposed to help people. But how are how are we how is us doing a good job of these vaccines going to reduce the population? Doesn't anyone ask any questions? Doesn't anyone think? No, they're just they're they're cattle. I, they're getting I, shuffled, that was such, shuffled along. That was such a wild statement he made, and it's like nobody cares. Yeah. Well, you see that it's a touchy subject, all the vaccines. Um that we we've covered that uh six ways from Sunday, but um, it's still a, a topic and you know I, I know people friends of mine that when, when I got COVID it was oh don't you feel um, if you could do it over again don't you feel like you would get the vaccine now and I'm like no um, that's my choice and that's none of their business yeah however they recently are now um, have gone through having COVID and they're vaccinated and um now I get, well, I would have been much worse had I not uh, had this vaccine. And, 
Uh, okay, that's fine. You can believe that. that that's that, right. You're right to to believe that. Um, you know, we're not going to get into that. No, that, yeah, that again. Well, but, I, I was just like, look at the 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 way that divided the country. Yeah, you know, and I'm, I'm just bringing up like uh, like the wild statements that were made by yeah. by a man who is an advocate of reducing the population. Yeah, you know that alone. That's why, like, I didn't. I wasn't comfortable with the whole vaccine thing at first. And the main reason was, was because Bill Gates was behind it. Yeah. And I knew for years, uh, because I'm one of those tinfoil hat people, um, <laughs> you know, those conspiracy, those crazy conspiracy theorists that come up with all these crazy ideas that wind up being true. Yeah. Um, years ago, reading about like the new world order and, um, uh, the Ten Command, the not the Ten Commandments, but the Commandments of the New World Order. It might be the Ten Commandments of the New World Order. Well, in the in those commandments, one of the one of the commandments was to reduce the population to like five hundred million people or something like that. And in that article, it said that either that statement was made by Bill Gates or Bill Gates was an advocate of that. This was years ago that I read that article. Yeah. I knew for years that Bill Gates was was an advocate of reducing the population. So why on earth would I want to take anything that he wants to inject in in my body? Yeah, I, but that's where I so that's where I stood on that, and that's why like I was against it from the start, just because I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't trust. I didn't trust it from the start. It seemed all too convenient. But how the heck, how do we get on this subject? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, I think we're, you know, it, it's, it, it's looking, stepping back and looking at the big picture, right? And not knowing it, it's one thing to have your blinders on and just go about your day. Uh, it's another thing to question. And it's another thing. This is, we started with Neom and this is another thing that's going on that yeah. many people don't know about. Uh, Agenda 2030 is another thing in the United Nations that people don't know about. Um, we talked earlier about, you know, we're sending billions of dollars overseas for mm -hmm. this war. Uh, that we where, don't know where, about. Where's where that going? Yeah. Um, we think we know, but we only know what we're would, told. Yeah. And, you know, we have problems at home, but we're sending abroad. Yeah. And, and you know, there there's an election coming up very shortly and yeah, there's a lot of things going on here there's a lot of yeah. division here so yeah and and just you know all I, all I can say is like buckle up put your seatbelts on oh this is gonna get real bad. oh it, they're they're yeah. hiding things until after election oh that's all i'm gonna say but it's just funny that they're still blaming Trump for a lot of things. It's, oh, yeah. It's just funny. But, but they're hiding things. Like right now, like they're trying so hard to keep the gas prices down, and the gas prices crept back up to $4. Well, that's going to hang on to your hat oh, with gas prices. It's going to get worse uh, because they're if this is them hiding it, yeah. what's it going to be like after November 8th? It's going to it's they're waiting, be terrible. They're waiting for the elections. Yeah. They're, they are so, they are trying so hard yeah. to keep everything at bay right now just so that they have a fighting chance during the elections. But once the elections are passed, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. Well, if you do your homework, I mean, our president was over there asking for a delay in, in certain things from OPEC. And if you do your homework, you find out that was denied. And yep. he wanted it held for after the election. Of course. Uh, which is strange. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Coincidence. Uh, you know? But um, do your homework. That's That's the point. The point is don't put those blinders on and just think everything's fine in the world. And this this is the greatest time to question everything. Yeah. It's also the greatest time to get your life in order, get your house in order, because uh, there's only one way out of this. And, and you know, your, your relationship to Christ is the only thing that matters. And we're getting very close to uh just like i said dude it's our life could change overnight yeah overnight it could change oh definitely and if you don't think that's true just uh go to bed tonight and wake up tomorrow and turn your faucet on and if nothing comes out see how your day changes if you have no water that day sure just see what that does what how that disrupts you or what if one day what if there was no more electric? Yeah, another thing. You know, right? the power goes out. What if it gone out and it went out forever? Yeah, and you have no communication with anybody. It would just be like a total reversal of civilization. Yeah. You know, you'd be going back to like the 1800s or, uh, you know, maybe before then, you know, where you, you read by candlelight. You did everything by candlelight. It's funny that, you know, they did construction here not too long ago. And because of that, uh, the water coming through here, well, and you probably uh, experienced this too because we're not far. Um, the water coming through was all brown, mm-hmm. and it was brown for days, right? So you couldn't shower, you couldn't brush your teeth, you couldn't uh, wash your clothes, you couldn't cook. Um, it affected every aspect of life at home. Yeah. Um, and it came on without warning. It just woke up one day, and it was like, man, you know, I don't really realize how much I need just water yeah. every day. You know, so um, these are major, major changes coming and major catastrophes. Um, I mean, nuclear wars, and we talk about that for for hours. You know, and what that could look like uh, fallout from that from that disaster. Yeah, I mean, but, nuclear war is one of those things where I, I really don't think we should worry about it. I mean, because if it happens. We Most likely anyway. die. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we would have like two seconds that's, to. That's one of those things that like people worry about. And it's like, why are you even worried about that? Yeah, you know, because like if if the like the bombs like landed anywhere near us, we'd probably be toast. Yeah. So yeah, you you, you probably would, I I don't even know if you if you'd feel any pain from that. Yeah, you ever like, see Terminator Two? With all those kids playing on the playground. I know I have uh, seen it at one point. Yeah, that's a disturbing image. <laughs> so like, so like, if if a nuclear bomb landed like point blank in this area, like at the ground zero, we would be like annihilated. Yeah, it would be vaporized. Yeah, yeah. like I don't. Do you even feel pain? Yeah, Maybe for like a fraction of a second. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but like, I hope I don't find out why people worry about this stuff i don't know i guess i understand because from from a human from a worldly view perspective it's like you're that fear of death sort of thing yeah but like i could probably think of much worse ways to die yeah know? yeah like slow death you know yeah torture i mean yeah, yeah like that is like you know a snap of a finger yeah 
I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyhow, so not to be like all gloomy, but you know, that's just like not at like not that doesn't even make like the top ten list of things I worry about. Yeah. So, is it a possibility? Well, sure, but a lot of things are a possibility. Yeah, do I think nuclear war is going to happen? I personally don't think so, but you know, that's just my opinion. And never know. Yeah, the point is, uh, so we can sweep this all under the rug, is to not not be blindly led. Without questioning some things. Absolutely. Um, you know, things could change overnight. They could change instantly. The thing that won't change is your relationship with Christ. And that's the important thing. Absolutely. And as we... Read the Bible. Yeah, read the Bible. Just, <laughs> You're just, like, JV, you say that all the time. Yes, I do. Well, it's important. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's, it's also, you know, very important that you realize what's going on around you. And, 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 you know, these things that are, that are happening, don't, don't be misled, you know, question things, do some research. Um, yeah. I mean, because the bottom line is you're not going to change what's, what's meant to happen. Yeah. You're not going to change prophecy, but it's wise to know what's going on around you. Yeah. So you stay informed and so, so you can inform others and to keep you sober. What do I mean by that? Uh, because when you start seeing things unfold, when you start seeing the end times kind of like oh, happen around yeah, you, yeah, yeah. it should be a sobering thought that like you need to like, you like, know, ooh. wake up. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, you know, speaking to, to other believers here and realize that like time is near. You know, we, we read in the Bible all the time that it says the time is near. The, you know, God's kingdom is coming soon. God's kingdom is near. But it really is. Um, things are pointing in that direction. You know, you see it, the technology, the, the movies that we've seen yesteryear, you know, the, the technology is now here. The technology is now able to make a lot of this stuff happen. You, you hear them talk about artificial intelligence all the time and how the technology is becoming insanely advanced with that, with that. I mean, it's, it makes me think about like, um, what is, and, uh, I can't think of, it might be in chapter 13 of Revelation where uh, it talks about the idol and how they uh, like uh, gave life or breath or something to the idol and it was able to speak. Yeah. I mean, doesn't that, anyone think that's weird? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it made me think when I was reading it the one time, like, uh, I wonder if it's like going to be some kind of artificial intelligence. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be something that people are going to be like, whoa. Uh, this must be it, you know. And then I kind of wonder if there's like any kind of demonic presence to artificial intelligence. Well, I don't want to rabbit hole. We could look, go down. I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Con, you know, accused of one of those people that you know says like, "Oh, technology is the devil." You know, I'm not. Okay, I love technology. I think technology is great. We're using technology right now to do this show, but. There's something strange. There's something a little. There's an element of strangeness to artificial intelligence, and I'm not trying to be ignorant about it. You know, I understand that I don't know a lot about it, yeah. but there is an element of strangeness to it. I think we can all kind of agree to that. Well, yeah, and that's things. Especially that when they start saying stuff like, like someone told me a long time ago that was into artificial intelligence. They said that the the technology can actually learn on its own. And has the potential to get smarter than humans. Don't I? I don't understand it. I don't know, but there's something weird. There's something very strange about it. Mm -hmm. Well, 
that's uh, something, you know, and, and we live in a... I might have to do some Googling later. Yeah, you might have to do some Googling. <laughs> we live in a, a really uh, exciting time and, and a real uh, advanced time now, you know, crazier than any time in history, for sure. Yeah, I, I just think there's some disturbing things, too. What do you mean? Well, you know, I just think that I think there's a lot of stuff. I think a lot of stuff around us in this world is rooted in witchcraft more so than we realize. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's being wrapped, shaped. Yeah. shaped and wrapped and presented in a way to make it look like it's okay, completely yeah. independent of any kind of religious roots. Yeah. Yeah, but, that that sounds like a good topic for yeah. when we have because we're not done with the witchcraft story. Right. Um and we never will be. No, we won't. Because I really think that witchcraft is I I I think that a lot of stuff in this world is influenced by it. Yeah. And that's where it's that's where we are deceived. See the the biggest lie one of the biggest lies in 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 this country in the United States is a secular world because there's no such thing as a secular world if you're not serving god you're serving somebody else and i do believe that there's a lot of idolatry in the world and i and i do believe that a lot of the world elitists are actually serving gods like baal um gods like asherah uh yeah the, you don't hear much people talk about them anymore, but you heard them being talked about. You hear them being talked about in the Bible all the time. Mm -hmm. All the time throughout the Old Testament, they talk about Baal and Astra and uh, the different uh, false gods. So where do they go? Would they just disappear? Mm -hmm. What, does no one worship, any, worship them anymore? No, I just think that it's more hushed. I think it's more behind closed doors sort of things. Yeah. And there's, there's a, there, there's definitely, and we talk about this all the time. And then there's a, a spiritual awakening as far as interest and fascination that goes on with that spiritual realm. And now more than ever that, you know, people are enticed and, and they want, uh, they think that they can control or that they can, you know, take part in a little bit and then control what happens or, or the, the fascination is there. Right. And, and, you know, you look at the, the movies point to it and, you know, the books and, and you know, st stuff that's getting fed to our children now. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there, the fascinations there and it's more of the idolatry of the created thing being praised more than the creator Right, that's that's where they kind of lure people in. But the really um, dark part about all this is that so, so like, do you remember the god Malek? Yeah, mentioned in the Bible. Yeah, and people would sacrifice children, children to right, that yeah. god. Mm -hmm. Now we have a problem in this country with disappearing and missing children. And why is it that the government wants control of our children? Mm -hmm. Did you know that like the, 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 the one of the worst places for kids to wind up is in the system? because they are often abused or they go missing. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people like with human trafficking, you know, a lot of people automatically assume that they're all being used for sex or, you know, sexual abuse. But that's 
I mean, that's not necessarily the case. They could be used for all kinds of weird practices. Yeah, that's a good point. Worshiping and, false gods. And we would never know. We wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. But it's just interesting. It's, it's interesting to point out yeah. that um, there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't know about. What we do know about is that we are uh, on the brink of an election, right? And that's, again, dividing the country uh, uh, <laughs> more than it has before. Uh, you know, a lot of people are still on the, uh, you know, when we talk about current events, it's, you know, how can after this last election, how can we even trust this process any longer? Uh, Mail-in ballots, yeah, right, can't trust that. Going to the polls, yeah, right, can't trust that. Uh, you know, all of a sudden, landslide vote counts coming in overnight. I can't trust that. Yeah. The, the people are going to, you know, the people that are going to get put in. You and I were just talking about this one gentle person that we watched. You know, we heard parts of their debate and we're like, how can anybody, after listening to that, <laughs> have a thought in their head that they want to support them? Yeah. Um, but you still see radical support for for these people and you know there's some people that are uh tried and true no matter who's who's put on the ballot they're going to go for that person because they have the same thoughts and the same values and the same uh, ideologies that yeah that they care you hit the nail on the head right there when you said ideology that's yeah. it's very ideological yeah so that's you know some of the current things that go on here are not necessarily i know the war going on over there we've talked about that too and that's that's touched my aspect of business everything that i do for uh other other areas of my life is tied and blamed on that I mean, from sourcing product to um oh cost. sure because of the the partnership now the the partnership now with russia and china yeah that's going to put a huge wedge between us and china as yeah. far as like um, everything merchants every, every, and, yeah, and everything. Uh, buying and selling yeah, every, yeah because you know they're 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 good friends with Russia now and if you're not up to speed on this issue in Taiwan um, and how China feels you know who's responsible for that relationship breaking down you really need to start getting into finding out what's going on um Tensions are super high right now. Yeah. Uh, Korea, uh, you know, with, with them shooting missiles off and um, the no-fly zones being, you know, conf uh, compromised. And I don't know what's going on with, like, our military power right now because, I mean, we keep sending money and stuff over to Ukraine. And it's like, this stuff isn't a secret. Like, yeah. is, is, like, is China just sitting back and watching us unravel ourselves or... You know, the, the funniest thing I've seen this week, not not to get political anymore, yeah. <laughs> but the funniest thing I saw this week was when uh, I saw a clip of Biden talking to a, a group of people and it was before he was president and it, it was when he was still senator and he was talking about uh, pulling out of the war in um when we were with uh, in Iraq, in Iraq, yeah, and it was how it, it was super funny to hear him talk about pulling out and leaving equipment and stuff over there because he made a very valid 
emphasis on what would those people do with the equipment we left over there. And he looked at some of the women in there and, and he got very adamant and said they would attack your, your kids and your grandkids with those same things we leave over there. And then he becomes president and then we pull out of uh, over there and he does exactly what he was yeah. riding the coattails on, on his political uh, agenda for that. And now we see what happened many years later when we leave billions of equipment. Anyway. Okay, so. But you know, you know, in, in the movie Lord of War with starring Nicolas Cage, yeah. they explain that, why, why they do that. Why they do They've it. been doing that for years. What, leaving stuff over? Leaving stuff overseas, like uh, guns and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, they, they claim that it, it costs more money to have them uh, ship it back than just to uh, manufacture new. Yeah. So uh, they leave it over there. Yeah, so blow it up. So they leave it over there for... Yeah. Well, that's why... But um, in the movie Lord of War, a very fascinating movie, by the way. It's not a it's not a Christian or faith-based movie, but... It's a good movie. I've seen it. Oh, you, know, you did? Yeah, so like, he yeah. explained like how they get access to all these black market guns. Yeah. You know, so they, it was like for the taking. Yeah. You know, and he, and he just... He took them all and he, and he sold them all. And uh, really crazy... Really interesting movie, fascinating, and 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 in the movie they explain that the United States is one of the biggest gun runners of the world. Yeah, totally bizarre. They not a big surprise to me, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. The whole point of that, that rant <laughs> was to you know stay informed and and to question and to find, do your own research, find out before you make an uh, an opinion or or have an opinion or or make a thought or argue one side or the other. Make sure you know your facts. And make sure you really understand. Uh, we're not going to know everything that's going on, but there are things out there that we uh, do know. And you, the more you know, knowledge is power. We, yeah. we know that. You know, I was just thinking, like, if if the United States was around during like the Old Testament times, yeah, God would have destroyed us a long time ago. You think? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just wipe us out. If he didn't wipe us out, he probably would have us dragged off to be slaves in like another country like Syria, you know, like like what happened with the Hebrews. Yeah. Because I think about like all the corruption that our government does, stuff we don't even know about. There's stuff we know about, but there's I'm sure there's tons of stuff that we don't know about. Mm. And, oh, man, I, I think we would have suffered huge judgments uh, because of horrible, horrible things that like – that you don't even want to talk about things that that our government is involved in. Well, what if we what if we left Israel alone? Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, because think about like think about the judgments that happened to Israel back yeah. in the Old Testament yeah. when they did like some of the crimes against God and they sinned and rebelled. Yeah, well, that's that's his chosen people, though. Yeah, that that covenant between God and Israel would be different between the United States and, and God. Maybe. Could be. Maybe. <laughs> Could I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know either. Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> that's another rabbit hole we could jump down. But no, you, you brought up a good point, though, about like uh, ever since like, I don't know, I don't know when we started doing it, but when we start, when our government started telling Israel what to do, I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah. Leave it, leave that alone. Yeah. But you know, like I, I don't, I don't think our government likes Israel. 
It depends. I think it depends who's up there. Yeah. You know, but. But I think that there's like, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to, I want to watch what I say. I want to be careful what I say. I'm not trying to get our show deep platformed. <laughs> I don't want our show to be uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Can you so. It's another guy that, <laughs> yeah, you ever listen to the stuff he says on there? He has some good stuff. He has I, some I very good I some of his uh, interview clips. Yeah. Some and, of it's very good and it makes you think a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you know, he got, he got censored right away. Yeah. What did he do? Know. Kick him off of Spotify? Yeah. So what's and 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 our our host is from Spotify. The yeah. company the company is owned by Spotify. Right. But what's irritating is that like it whatever happened to having an opinion? Whatever happened uh, to free speech? Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Nope. If it's against the, They didn't like yeah. what he said, so right. So there goes freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true and you know that's been gone for a while. Yeah. You can't just say anything here because it might offend somebody. And that's another thing we're not going to talk about right now. Yeah, because we'll go we'll go off on that. So what does that lead to talk about? How because there's so one? many things <laughs> that we don't so, want to talk about. There's so many things that can offend people. Like yeah. where do you where do you draw that line? Well, I I mean, well nowadays you can't. I mean, if you want to say okay, uh, you know, curse words, that's offensive. Okay, so no cursing allowed. All right, understandable. We can easily do that. Um, but. Now you're, but if you say like, well, you can't talk about this certain subject because this is offensive to people, okay? And then you say, well, now you can't talk about that particular subject because that's also so it's going to get to the point where you talk about nothing. I had a conversation the other day, and uh, these people, it was around Columbus Day, and they were, oh, how can you call it Columbus Day? Uh, <laughs> the way he slaughtered the the natives and. Blah, and their background happened to be of Viking descent. And I'm like, how can you say anything? Right. Didn't that, uh, I mean, they your, pillage all the time? Your That's what they did. culture went and annihilated, you know, other cultures. They were sneaky, though. Like, like a lot of people think about, like, when if you, if you watch documentaries about, about Vikings, you, you hear about, like, how, like, uh, like crazy they were. Yeah. But really, they were just sneaky. What do you say? What do you mean? Well, they they um they were amazing. They were amazing um, navigators of the water. Yeah, and they uh, they built their own ships. Yeah, their ships were amazing. Yeah, and they would sneak up on their enemies. Yeah, uh, and they would they would do sneak attacks, annihilate them, <laughs> burn them down, take their you know pillage. But part of their part of their their power though was the fact that they snuck up on their enemies yeah i mean you know like they weren't necessarily the the more powerful army they were just they just had they were extremely tactical stealth yeah 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 but i just thought that was funny that yeah yeah so i'm well, so adamant about columbus and I'm like, you know, we could argue you know, that back and forth. He didn't go there to conquer. There's blood um, on everybody's hands. You know what I mean? Like, if you look back to to a lot of the history of all the different parts of the world, <clears throat> I mean, a lot of people don't know that, um, you know, because I'm part Irish, a lot of people don't know that uh, that's not what a lot of people don't know. A lot of people I, don't I know, know that. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't know that the Irish were enslaved to. for... Um, I think by the rest of the United Kingdom. 
Really? It wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was the United Kingdom back then, but it was by Scotland and uh, England, and they looked down on the Irish. Oh, oh yeah, they were like uh, they were like beneath everybody, and they would and they were actually. I read an article saying that they were actually worse. They were treated far worse than African American slaves. I wonder why. It was because they were cheaper. They were. They had to pay a lot more money for African slaves. Oh, um, gotcha. They got. It was cheap. You want to know why it was so cheap for to get an Irish slave? Because yeah. they just went over to Ireland and yeah, grabbed. Right they there. grabbed who they wanted and they took them. Yeah. They didn't have to pay for them. Um. So they just grabbed them. They they treated them horribly, and. Uh, well, I mean that time period when you took slaves. I mean, it was a, a terrible time. He right. treated them, you know. But the point you were. the point is, is that I, I I think probably there's there's been slaves throughout history in all different um, cultures, uh, and it's uh, more most groups have been poorly treated in in, sure. in one era or another. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so it's so for one, I mean, yeah, this is a, a different time of life. It's a different period of history, but how you can compare that to, uh, you know, what goes on between different cultures and say one who did it this way was better than one who did it the exact, you know, who did the exact same thing a different way. One is okay and one is not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I just found the hypocrisy there quite astounding. <laughs> you know, I mean, they were adamant in your face. Columbus, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, take it easy. I'm not taking a stand here anyway. But, however, uh, you are very deep rooted in your history and your culture. Do you realize that your culture did X, Y, you know? Now how about we talk about the fact that, well, how about the U.S. government, how they, when they pushed out West post-Civil War, yeah, they pushed out West and pushed the Indians out or killed them? Right. Or force them into American civilization. Like right. basically, we'll accept you, but you have to live like us. You can't live like savages, yeah. you know, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. You know, because according to them, you know, well, you got to you gotta dress like us. You got to, you know, act like us and live like us. And then furthermore, how about to this day? We're doing the same thing. They just, they, they pretty it up, you know, by, by saying, well, we're doing this for democracy. Oh. No, we're going over there and pushing people around like we did when we came over to the United States and went out west. Yeah. You know, we say like, well, this is this is in the name of democracy. Yeah, in the name of democracy, you need to live like us and talk like us and dress like us. Yeah. So, you know, that's that's our, you know, the government speaking out of both sides of their mouth because one one minute they're saying, oh, people need reparations for this. The next minute, you guys are still over there doing this. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're across the seas. This is why yeah. this is why so much of the world hates the United States. And the people are fooled by the government because we believe, oh, they hate us because we're good. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. They hate us because we can't keep our nose out of anything and we push people around like the Ro the Roman Empire. Right. Yeah. Wow, how did we get on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the glory of Rome, right? What, what a time to live. You know, I think about that all the time. Man, I'll tell you. I've never been to Rome, but I could... I would, you know, it's it's running through my veins, and, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, I would love to see all that. 
Oh yeah, Coliseum and all that. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love to see like all the different parts of the world that we read about in history. Yeah, could you imagine if you could go on a trip where you could see Everything. all the locations that you read about in the Bible? Yeah, that would be cool. Because they, you know, like the old, so you got the Old Testament. So you go to the Holy Land, like Israel and maybe Syria and Egypt, and <clears throat> but yeah. then. In the New Testament, you can go to like, like say, follow Paul's footsteps. Yeah, like yeah, go to yeah. Rome and yeah. then go to Greece. Go to Crete and yeah, yeah, and, that'd and be like, so cool. They they have trips like that. Yeah, they're they're called. Uh, I'll be gone. I'll, I'll leave for a year. Let's. Yeah, do it. no, they, they, I've seen I've seen ones. It was it was like follow Paul's footsteps, and they it was some cruise I think, and you went to different parts. Um, yeah, I think they're out there. And, and yeah, that would be cool. That, that would be super. That would cool be really cool to, to walk the same, do the same journey. Yeah, I mean, just being over in the Holy Land. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I used to think that's I gotta remember, feel like history coming to life. I remember being in high school, and one of my friends was like, "Oh, they're going to Israel," and I, I just cracked up laughing. I'm like, "What? Why would you ever do that?" Yeah. You know, like, what? Why would you do that? There's so many places to go. Why would you go over there? You know, especially a hot spot, and, and you know, I didn't realize the significance of how cool that would actually be to go. You know, you know, it's so weird too when you see. So when you see the pictures of like Israel, yeah. it looks so ancient from the outside. Yeah. But I guarantee you, the inside is like all revitalized. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen the inside of the one airport years ago on on. It was either like a video clip or a photo. Yeah. The inside of the airport at Tel Aviv. And it looked more advanced than our airports. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. But it, meanwhile, on the outside of it, the, like their buildings and stuff, it all looks like well, because Those, yeah, it is probably like you know a thousand years old. <laughs> but they revitalize the inside. Their their technology is first world. I don't know if a lot of people know that, but Israel is like right up right up on par with us. Cutting edge. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, you know what I like about them is everybody. Man and women, like they all go in the military. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. Now, are both men and women? I know men are, but are women also required to serve two yeah, years? I don't know about length. Okay, but they have to go in. Last I heard, this was years ago. Uh, my my former pastor said that uh, I guess every every male at least has to serve a minimum of two years. I think that's great. I, well, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and I and I think in a, in a country like. Israel, you have to. Uh, you have to because because it's, uh, it's so small. But just think though, every 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 person, especially well, men, uh, is is capable of is fighting. Trained to fight. Trained to fight. Trained to defend and trained to. Which is great you know. for reserves and yeah, emergency yeah. purposes. Yeah. Like if they had like some kind of crazy invasion, every man could handle themselves. Yeah, I there's there's so many pluses to it. Oh yeah. Um, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah, you know. and again, like in, in a country that's small, you have to. You can't. You, you, you can't have like half the country say, "Nah, I don't want to." Yeah. You know. Well, we need you, so. Yeah, you're gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, serve your country. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it does a lot of discipline and it does a lot of uh, growing up. You yeah. Know, for for people, it mans people up. Yeah, for sure. And, it gives you, know. you that can-do attitude. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I remember thinking in high school, yeah, well, how how crowded a wasted trip that would be, and you know, now I mean, that, how cool would it be? Yeah, to to be over there. And, that would be. I would love it. Yeah, uh, that would be super cool. History, history in history come to life. Oh yeah, you know. I mean, it's not it's not a uh, 
it's not a, a safe zone, <laughs> I would say, a safer zone, uh, especially, you know, I think about Jen over there. She's in Saudi Arabia and Turkey and Syria and, like, you know, Israel and Jordan. And, like, a lot of those people hate Americans. Yeah, <laughs> you and know? she's, because of her skin tone yeah. and her hair, Yeah, she's also a mark. Yeah, yeah. And that's a dangerous part of the world. Yeah, I know. You know, that, that part of the world is is rough with uh with crime yeah you know and i heard that uh i mean she's nowhere near here but thailand i hear is really bad with that yeah i heard that too. like uh human trafficking and yeah. all that kind of stuff it's yeah. uh yeah i mean the the, the world this isn't necessarily safe anywhere but uh right but that's that's a rough part of the world especially for women well it would be an awesome place to go and the oh, pictures definitely. that she sent of uh, Mount Sinai, and uh, I'll show you them. It's pretty cool. She said she took thousands of pictures. So oh wow! I can't wait. Yeah, to I, I look forward to seeing them. Yeah, me too. I told her we'll have her on the show again. Yeah, that'd be we'll great. Talk about oh. seeing that city. Uh, yeah, beyond being built, and you know all the people she's met over there, and um, you know she's actually walking history. Yeah, you know and it's super cool. I can't wait to have her back on. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, no, that's definitely cool. So, all right. So, where do you want to go? If you had, if you go anywhere, you you could go anywhere right now. Money is no issue, mm -hmm. right? So, we'd get on a plane and say, hey, "We're gonna we blindfold you, and I put you in a van, and I take you to the airport, and I unblindfold you, and I say, get on a plane anywhere you want. Where are you going? Um, going to Rome, going to Italy, maybe. Yeah, going to Ireland. Um. I'd love to see Ireland, yeah, and Scotland. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd love to. I'd love to go to. Uh, I'd love to go to the UK. Uh, well, Britain, yeah. you know, and see uh, London. Yeah, that seems like a neat city. I've only ever seen that in videos and yeah, stuff. Yeah, me too. It just looks like a real something inside me is like eh. real distinct looking city. <laughs> I don't know if I want to see it, but I I would really like to go to Israel, like. Yeah. Uh, my my former pastor is uh, he's getting a group together. I think they're going next year, but I'm not sure. The follow the footsteps of, or walk in the steps of Jesus or something like that. Oh, well, how cool that would be! Yeah, I would love to. I'd love if I had the money, I'd do it. Yeah, um, but that's really cool. Oh wow! So how long is that for? I think it's for like a few days, four or five days, and it costs like two thousand some dollars. Yeah, but you. It's a good deal because in that with that money it covers your hotel expense, it covers your meals and your airfare. And um they're like four from what I think he, he posted, I think it said it's four star hotels. Oh wow. So it's nice. Yeah, you know, it's gonna yeah. be a nice vacation. So they're probably going to what, Nazareth and uh Yeah Bethlehem uh, and, and maybe um Capernaum. Yeah. If that town is still around um i don't know the names you know yeah, yeah. they changed it all with uh, the geography but but yeah i guess everywhere he he traveled to well that'd be cool yeah maybe we look into that yeah. yeah maybe we put a fundraiser together that'd be cool that would be cool but like like yeah it's, it's a sea rome yeah it'd be kind of neat like if you could go on like uh like time travel field trips oh yeah but in a sense where like you were shielded from it, like you weren't actually in, injected into the time. Just see it. You could just walk around and see it. Yeah. Kind of like a like a virtual movie. Yeah. Just so you could see like what it was like. 
like a ghost of Christmas past. You know how weak we, <laughs> you know how physically weak we'd be compared to like the people back then. Think so? Well, think about how manual everything was. Oh, everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah. cranks and and uh, dials and yeah. you know, like nothing, nothing was powered. Yeah. So like even the women could probably rival our strength back then. Yeah, yeah. Think about like everything they did, like that involved like household cleaning, you know, like everything was like manual. Yeah. You ever shake the hand of a farm, a farm yeah, girl or a farm woman? Yeah, break your like, arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, where'd you get that strength from? Yeah. That's, yeah. This, that's this, some throwing cotton. Yeah. <laughs> hail, uh, was, what are those called? Hay bales. This church I went to yeah. years ago, I was in my late teens at the time. This church I went to years ago, I shook the hand of the pastor's wife the one the one Sunday, and I was like, wow, that's that's a handshake. <laughs> I didn't say anything, but I was thinking that. Yeah. But yeah, I guess farm life, you know, they, they're tough. That's that country strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. You get yeah. beat up by a woman. <laughs> yeah, that's, Go on a field yeah. trip. Go on a time travel field trip and get beat up by a woman. Yeah, it could happen. You're <laughs> like, this is not what I thought was going to happen. <laughs> I was just watching this show about this uh, female bodybuilder, you know, and the, these two female, uh, you know, they're going back and forth for and competing, and you know how how defined and and how much work it was to do it, and how in that era everybody was on steroids and everybody. Uh, yeah, but they. She used to make videos of just beating people up and beating men up. People would pay big money <laughs> to have these bodybuilders throw them around. Oh you know? man! And uh, yeah, what a what a way to make money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'd probably be like that. Just get tossed around by, um, and then you know you date somebody like that. You watch what you say. Right. Yeah. Uh, they'll put a hurting on you. Yep. <laughs> Walk on eggshells because yeah. you don't want your girlfriend to body slam you. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. The real thing. In public at the movie theaters. Yeah. I told you no. Yeah. And All of a sudden you land in someone's popcorn. Yeah. That's a bit embarrassing. Yeah. That's a little. <laughs> a little bit. You know, but. Yeah. It's a little emasculating, but yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. I guess, you know, don't, you know, lesson learned. Don't date a bodybuilder again. Yeah. Well, that's a probably a one time <laughs> thing. You know, if you don't like the outcome. <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting documentary. It was actually pretty cool. And then I saw another one. Um, it was a, a a man and his his wife, and they were both bodybuilders. And she ended up killing him. Oh wow! And yeah, that was an interesting story because I'm I'm like a law guy, you know. So I love criminal law like that. And yeah, that was that sucked me right in. Hmm. No, that was good. Anyway, I don't know how we got there. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's a little heavy, though. I mean, that the, the story where the, the, the girlfriend body slams the boyfriend, that's hilarious. Yeah, but, that's good. But yeah, killing, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a little extreme. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a different twist than what yeah. I thought was. Body slam landing in someone's popcorn, that's hilarious. Well, you know what? They were, they were talking about the connection of these steroids and- Roid, you know, these, Like the roid rage. The, yeah, the supreme mm -hmm. switch of- instant anger yeah that that would and you know and these people were on multiple steroids at one time five six at a time oh wow and you know uh, you know they said the abuse that used to happen and the um just the the level of living with them when they could turn on oh, yeah. a dime to just you well know. you're dealing with like exponential levels of testosterone yeah you know i mean it's it's a very uh Plus, they're already built like a tank. Right. So now you've got a, a tank coming at you at full force. Yeah. And, and that's scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that, that brings me back. That took me in because of my early lifting days. And you could tell in the gym, 
who was on steroids and who was not. Um, I could tell just by you know the way certain people broke out on their skin. Oh yeah, and and then you could tell how they acted in the gym, and, and you know that just took me back to a happy place <laughs> back in the day when we used to lift. Um, anyway, so. That being said, so you're going overseas. Yeah, I think we should put a, a maybe a fundraiser together and we start raising some money and we'll try and we'll open it up to people that want to go. That would be cool. Let's see if we can raise some money to go. That that would, man, well what a what a great thing that would be to go and see and to feel and to act and and to oh man, it'd be awesome. That would be cool. It would take a lot of money though, but it would be cool. Yeah, well, some people uh some people that can't go, maybe they want others to go that happens you know and some people yeah. that that want to go can can go or they can some people that want to go and can't afford it they can um you know if it if it's on somebody's heart to to bless them they'll do it and uh yeah maybe let's check into that that would be super cool to do um i would love a trip like that yeah um that'd be uh, very fascinating talk about your faith coming alive yeah you know what i mean like to be there and to feel there and to and to uh, experience that whole that just to look around. If and even if the, if the location was still around, it'd be cool to like even get to see like the prison where where Paul was yeah. or where Peter was. Just be fascinating. Yeah. Again, like bringing the stories the the biblical stories to life. Yeah, yeah. Just just to be in that area. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, that'd be super cool. Let's just see the Red Sea. Or, or to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how cool would that be? And imagining it, imagining in your mind it being parted and split. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Even the Jordan River. Yeah. Remember, I think it was in the book of Joshua that the Jordan River was parted. Right, right. When I went to cross. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it'd be super cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just a touch. Uh, just imagine in your, in your mind, imagine that happening to the, the Delaware River. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> uh, crazy. Yeah, just all of a sudden, like everything, there, yeah. there's a path of dry ground yeah. in between all the, the bodies two walls there. of the water. Yeah, you could see all the bodies that were thrown in from New York and <laughs> washed out. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be cool. That, that would definitely be cool just to be, you'd be living history. Yeah, it brings up an interesting point too about the whole the parting of the Red Sea and all that. Imagine like the <clears throat> because it mentioned about how the the the, the Egyptians were drowned, but I yeah. wonder if a lot of them died from impact. Could be. Think about like the That's water a ton pressure. Of force. Like the, so, you have two walls of water on each side, yeah. and then God closes it back up. Yeah, like that would be like getting like probably like crushed. Yeah. Yeah, we were thinking the same thing. Yeah. Because like, that's got to be a ton of force. Yeah, two brick walls. Yeah, like two concrete walls smashing you. Yeah. Like I, that probably was a quick death. Unless it creeped down slowly. I mean, we don't know. I don't know. I imagine it being fast. Could be. Almost like a tidal wave, like boom. Yeah. One one movement, like, okay, all all the Israelites are across. Boom. Yeah. Pow, back, you know, back, back together as the, the whole sea again. Can you imagine just seeing that? <sighs> just being on the other side and seeing these people coming after you to kill you. I mean, you then, know if it happened now, there'd probably be cell phone footage. Well, yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> would crab it. Hang on, I got to put this on uh, TikTok yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to believe this if I don't film it. <laughs> Crazy. 
crazy. So we talked about a little bit of stuff going on in the world, and uh, you know we took a little detour. But you know the stuff, the the whole, the whole, <laughs> the whole point of this. this we took episode, a field trip. <laughs> yeah, the whole point of this episode is to you know don't live a, a, in secret and, and to question what's going on, realize the things that are going on around you, see what that means to. Uh, how you live your life and how you look at things and let that, you know, as we get closer to, you know, this timetable winding down on, on, on end times, realize we are in, uh, we are on the brink of, you know, the beginning of, and this is end time stuff. This is the stuff the Bible is talking about. Yeah. And you're seeing it unravel uh, around you. And, um, you know, the stage is set and, and you know there's debates on you know timetable and and what happens next and we know that these things that happen these natural i mean if nothing else look at these natural disasters that have been increasingly happening around the world right yeah. and um we're told that it's going to happen and there's more and more this is never before has this happened on this scale you know what I mean? Of all these places experiencing all these um, disasters and all these earthquakes and all these, um, you know, uh, things in nature that are going out of control, right? So uh, if nothing else, start to look at, well, it's never, why would this region have this earthquake? And why, you know, why, oh, and there's another earthquake here, and now there's this, and there's this, and there's this, and there's this, and it's increasing, it's getting closer. And, you know. But I think more importantly, it, it's just, uh, you know, keep your walk with Christ. Oh, that's uh, the most important. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, because, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty, and you're going to have, there, you might have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions at times. But one thing that should not be in question is your faith in Jesus Christ. Right. And with that, it's, uh, it's Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. And, uh, you know, you have the word of God. Um, read it. Definitely read it. Amen. That is your homework every day. And if you don't have the word of God, oh, that's right. Bible's for everyone. Bible's Please for reach everyone. out. Yeah. There's links everywhere for that. Uh, We'd love to talk. put a Bible in your hand. Yep. So if you need that, reach out. Uh, Prayercast is on there too. I want you to reach out to that. That's 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 challenging uh, for some people that that you know struggle with their prayer life. Um, it's super important to not just you pray to have other people pray for you. Um, so reach out into Prayercast also. And if you're not a member of In My Father's House, make sure you are going on the Facebook group, In My Father's House. That That's growing every day. Yeah, I'd love to see you there. Uh, I, I write a blog uh, in addition to the podcasts. And uh, so every now and then when I do write a blog, I try to at least write one post a week, if, yeah. if not more. And uh, I share them in the group so you can get uh, access to that as well. And uh, I keep the group updated with uh, inspirational scripture uh, stuff that I read and then um, if if I feel really inspired by it I like to share it with everybody else yeah and it's great there's there's literally people there from all over the world um, people that are joining uh, all the time and that's important and that's super cool yeah and uh, so join in there get you get encouragement from others Jesus Christ is a worldwide movement yeah man it's so cool amen it really is cool so on that point, uh, we hope to see you in there shortly. 
And for JB and I, we will see you next time.